In the name of God, creator, redeemer, and giver of life. Amen. I have a very red left eye. Actually, Stephen hit me just before the service. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, just so you don't need to worry about it or be distracted by it. It's just that I get a red eye from time to time. Uh, I can see just as well and it all goes away in time. So just wanted to explain that. I visited Jerusalem twice. And each time I've been in awe of it. The old city oozes history that often makes European capitals and other historic places seem young by comparison. It is the cradle of Judaism and Christianity and part of the cradle of Islam. The cultures are all there, loving and fighting, praying and living, hoping and practicing. There is a little church on the western slope of the Mount of Olives, called the Church of Dominus Flebit, which means Our Lord Wept. It was designed in the shape of a teardrop by an Italian architect called Antonio Belluzzi and was built in 1955. It's affectionately known as the Little Teardrop Church. It stands on the site of an old 15th century Byzantine church that was dedicated to St. Anna, whose elaborate mosaic floor still remains. It occupies an ancient place on the Mount of Olives in an area of tombs, some of which date back to 1600 years before the Common Era. Behind the altar is a much photographed arch-shaped window with a cross and chalice that looks down the hill onto the city and focuses on the dome of the rock and the church of the Holy Sepulchre. The dome of the rock is the place where Muslims believe that the Prophet ascended into heaven from. In Jesus' day it was the great temple of the it's, it's where the great temple of the Jews stood. It gathers in one place the beauty and agony of the great faiths of the book. The church recalls Jesus' entry into Jerusalem, where he was no doubt self-conscious about what was to befall him. He wept over the city. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to it. How I have desired to gather your children together, as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, and you were not willing. At the foot of the altar is a mosaic of a hen gathering her chickens under her wings. Our Gospel today sets out Luke's version of that story. <clears throat> it's beautifully constructed in the church of Dominus Flebit with a proud hen standing tall, with outstretched wings, and around, around eight chickens in different poses, playing about her feet. The whole mosaic is round and beautifully coloured, with special inlaid stones that provide a halo effect around the head of the hen. 
Surrounding the outer rim is a circle of Latin text. Jesus wept when his dear friend Lazarus died. And he wept again when he entered Jerusalem. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to it. How I have desired to gather your children together as a hen, and so on. What upset him? Why was he weeping? Why is he going on about the prophets being killed? It seems to run pretty deep. What's going on here? Well, he knew the end was nigh, as it were. In good faith he had given himself to his own people, and it seems he didn't think they were changing much. He tried to enrich their spirituality and help them learn to live in harmony with each other. He taught people how to pray simply and easily. He taught them how to bring the Holy One into their daily lives and actions. He taught them how to reject privilege and hypocrisy, how to understand the suffering of others and respond well to it, how to build community and trust, how to walk authentically in faith. <clears throat> Luke set out his mission early in the Gospel when Jesus said, The Spirit of the Lord is on me, because he's anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour. I think he wept because he felt so many didn't understand. So many were indifferent. Possibly he thought he hadn't made enough, a big enough impact. Possibly because he knew they could do so much better, but wouldn't. He wept possibly because he felt the anger and rejection that was beginning to get to him after three arduous years of ministry. This is an amazing picture of the humanity and vulnerability of Jesus. It just got to him and he blubbed like a child, exhausted, dispirited and hurt. And then, in that state of despair, he says, the most loving thing, and paints an iconic picture of how he wanted it to be different. How I have desired to gather your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings. He's not condemning. He's not angry. He's simply in pain, deep pain, because he knew they were better than that. He knew they could walk with the life, energy and vitality of the Spirit within them. And he also knew that they could love and treat each other, each, and treat each other well, and in doing so, um, save so much of the pain and suffering. But like those who listened to the great prophets before him, they chose not to change, as it says, and you were not willing. He wanted to gather them, protect them, feed them, teach them, love them, and mentor them so that the world would be a better place. 
There were, of course, people loyal to the end, but many had become bored and indifferent, and some had become hostile and wanted to kill him. Sadly, many hens today live in confined spaces and simply lay eggs for our convenience. Where they can genuinely run free, I am told they are very proud birds. I read a story of a farmyard hen called Eva, who was foraging with her chicks when a large dog wandered into view, and I quote, With her wings outspread and curved menacingly, towards the dog she rushed at him over and over, cackling loudly, all the while continuing to push her chicks behind herself and her wings. The dog stood stock still before the excited mother hen and soon ambled away. But Eva maintained her aggressive posture, her sharp, repetitive cackles, and attentive out uh, lookout for several minutes after he was gone. Now that's a real hen, charging forward repetitively, cackling loudly, while at the same time she's pushing her chicks back and those same wings she has protected them under. The psalmist says, Guard me as the apple of the eye. Hide me in the shadow of your wings. If this had happened to my eye when I prepared the sermon, I wouldn't have quoted this passage. <laughs> Guard me as the apple of the eye. Hide me in the shadow of your wings. The apple of the eye is literally the tiny pupil in the middle of the eye that we always protect. However, the phrase apple of my eye refers to something or someone that one cherishes above all others. Guard me as the apple of the eye. Hide me in the shadow of your wings. Jesus wept because he saw people as the apple of his eye and he wanted to gather them under the shadow of his wings. It's the same today. He is here. The Holy One is here to love you and me as the apple of his eye and wishes to gather us under the shadow of his or her wings. So many either don't know or are indifferent, but for those who allow themselves to be gathered and wait upon God, Isaiah invigorates the metaphor and says, They shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. The little church on the western slope of the Mount of Olives, called the Church of Dominus Flemet, marks the sort of place where Jesus would have wept over the great city. It gathers both his majestic vision and love on the one hand, and his inconsolable sadness for those who don't get it on the other. He offers us the shadow of his wings so that we can reach the sort of quality of living and potential that we were created for. As we grow with the Holy One, we literally become the apple of his or her eye. That in turn renews us and gives us the vigour to mount with wings like eagles and, poetically speaking, in the great calling we have to be whole and to love. We will be able to run 
and not be weary, and to walk and not faint. It's a pretty marvellous offer, really, and a wonderful heritage to embrace. <laughs>